Hi, and welcome to the Seeing Deep podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. Happy New Year, y'all. Oh, those words might be hard to mouth when all does not seem so happy. COVID has run rampant again, hitting our house and the homes of many all over our country and world. But these things don't have to dominate or discourage us when our mind is firmly in Christ, not in this world. This month, we're focusing on resetting our mindset for this year and for our lives. I hope you will join me each week as we unpack how to reset our mindset. The scripture for today's episode is taken from 1 Peter 1.13. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Friends, are you prepared We can go through this life just rolling with the punches and getting back up again, but God has given us what we need to be prepared as we face this uncertain life with his certain promises. We are not victims of our circumstances. We are victors through our circumstances when we reset our mindset with God's word. Our minds need to be calibrated in the spirit, not the flesh. We grow up and are nurtured in a worldly mindset centered on self. We don't even recognize it. We are deprogrammed from the world's philosophies and world systems as we get grounded in God's perspective found in His Word. So the first step in resetting our mindset is repentance. We need to recognize that we have put our thoughts above God's friends. Let me say that again. We have put our thoughts above God's gods. You say, no, I haven't done that. Anytime we give in to a negative mindset, we are declaring that that is true when God's word says the opposite. We have conformed to the world rather than the word. Romans 12.2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing, and perfect will. We have trusted in the world's perspective and not examined it to see if it lined up with God's instruction to us. 2 Corinthians 5.16 says, So from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. You know, the worldly point of view slips in easily enough. It might be just to get a little irritated with someone and you view them in a negative light. We have to cast that thought out. Christ has called us to a new kingdom living paradigm. We who are in Christ are a new creation. We cannot live like the old creation we once were. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. We have seen the expectations to be like Christ And we have felt it has been impossible for us. Have you ever felt like that? 2 Corinthians 3, 5 reminds us we never were good enough. Christ is our righteousness. It says, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. We have doubted God's goodness when life became hard. Psalm 27, 13 through 14 cheers us to wait on God and look at his goodness in the hard places. It says in the NASB translation, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take 
courage. You see that word there? Let your heart take courage. Let your mind. Those words can be interchangeable. Yes, wait for the Lord. We need to see that we are bankrupt apart from God and his word. Our minds are not what we should rely on. Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. That's a New Living Translation. You know, our thoughts are flawed. God's are not. Isaiah 55, 8 says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. Our ways are corrupt. His ways are perfect. Psalm 18.30 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. You know, just because we thought a thought does not mean it's true. Think on that for a moment. Those little distracting thoughts we think every day about why so-and-so doesn't like us or about the latest COVID update that the world is languishing from, speak to those thoughts with the power and truth of God's word and his Holy Spirit. So we reset our mindset by recognizing our need to repent. I've just gone through a litany of reasons, and maybe you don't identify with all those, but I, I dare say all of us at one point in time has put our own thoughts above God's, and that is the chief thing that we need to repent of. And we need to turn to God's ways and thoughts, not our own. So I have a free download called the State of My Mind Annual Review that you can get from this podcast post on my website, which is really about awareness of our mindset. We cannot recognize our need to repent if we do not examine ourselves in light of scripture. This review can be done daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. It is really being self-aware and cognizant of what we are thinking and whether or not we are processing things in accordance with God's word. So as we said, and just looking back here, the, the first step to resetting our mindset is repentance. Number two, reset your mindset by examining your thoughts through the lens of scripture. It is a difficult thing to evaluate your own mind if you cannot trust your own thoughts, but it is not impossible. You know, if you think about in the book of Jeremiah, he lamented that our hearts are wicked and deceitful. And so we're called to evaluate ourselves, but we have to recognize the vantage point we're coming from is not an advantage. Do your thoughts validate scripture? I want you to think about that. The thoughts that you have, and you know, even the thought that you had just now, any thoughts that you have throughout the day, do they validate scripture? 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? Our thoughts become our ways. We need to examine our ways. Lamentations 3.40 says, let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. You know, the hope is that we will examine our thoughts before they become our ways. Because, you know, the old adage that talks about our thoughts eventually go through all these different things and become our actions. As you examine your thoughts, mindsets, and your ways, choose to align with what God's ways and words are. Psalm 119.59 says, When I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. In the State of My Mind annual review download, ask yourself what dominant mindset you felt over this past year. 
month by month, or just start with today. And I list all the different 10 different chief negative mindsets that you can think about and assess and ask yourself, is this the dominant mindset that I felt? And maybe it's hard to look backwards. So maybe this is going forwards in this year that as you reset your mindset daily, weekly, monthly. And so this month on this podcast, we'll be going through 10 chief negative mindsets and exploring biblical truths about each one and how to counter these mindsets with God's word. As you examine yourself, are you given to a depressive mindset, for instance, an anxious one, an angry or a lonely mindset, a worried mindset? We all have natural tendencies, but we don't have to let our nature rule us. We who are in Christ have the Holy Spirit within us. This is not a fairy tale or a wish. This is God within us guiding us. Having examined and repented from giving precedence to our own thoughts above God's, we then need to prepare our mind for action. Our verse for this episode from 1 Peter 1.13. So point number three, reset your mindset by preparing your mind for action. So how do we prepare our minds? Well, number one, preparing our minds for action does not just happen. There is an action, an intentional decision, followed by acting on that choice that needs to happen. We must make up our mind. We get to choose what we think on. We are not a victim of our own thoughts. We must channel our thoughts toward what God's thoughts are. So we prepare our minds for action by intentionally choosing what we think upon, making a decision to be prepared in our mind. And number two, we prepare our minds by immersing our minds in God's word daily. No soldier goes to battle without ammunition. And so no soldier of Christ should go about their day, and each day is full of battles, without being supplied with the word of God afresh. Don't go on yesterday's ammo. We need daily manna found only in God's precious word. We need to take spiritual warfare seriously. We need to be prayed up and asking God for wisdom every single day. So what does saturating our mind in God's word look like? Picture a sponge dipped in pure, clean, sudsy water. It's full of this water and able to cleanse. In fact, it's so full that it's dripping off the sponge onto all that is around it. Now picture this sponge dipped in filthy, dirty, muddy, polluted water. This sponge will drip and ruin what it touches as well. Our minds are like sponges soaking in the world around us. If we are wise, we test things before soaking them in. You know, what shows we watch, what music we listen to, what company we hang around with. But whether we know it or not, our minds are influenced by the world around us and we become saturated with those thoughts and attitudes and mindsets. But when we don't just let a little bit of our mind be affected by God's word, but devote ourselves fully to the study of God's word, being careful not to let other things pollute us, watching at the doorway of our mind to carefully guard our thoughts, we become saturated in God's word and way of thinking rather than our own or the world's. Listen, our thoughts matter. They matter so much. Proverbs 4.23 has been a verse I've had memorized for decades. But listen to how several of these translations interpret this verse. The New International Version says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. The New Living Translation says, Guard your heart 
above all else. We see that priority again. For it determines the course of your life. Your heart, which, we, let's think about this here, our heart doesn't do the thinking, does it? It's really our mind. It determines the course of our life. The English Standard Version says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. So this vigilance looks like being careful what we think on, being careful what we expose our mind to. And then finally, I love this one translation I came across as I was researching to write the book, Make Up Your Mind. The Good News translation says, be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. How are your thoughts shaping your life today, friend? We can be unguarded concerning our thought life. We can think thoughts of jealousy, judgmental thoughts about others, and leave those thoughts unchecked. But Jesus wouldn't. All these translations emphasize that this guarding or keeping of our heart, which is our mind, that seed of emotions and will, our intellect, is the most important thing we will do in this life. Resetting our mindset is not an option. It is a necessity. So having been intentional with our thoughts and saturating our mind in God's word by reading the Bible, so no more excuses, y'all, okay, <laughs> about reading the Bible. I have the Bible Tribe Bible Reading Plan with a daily podcast or broadcast or blog post. You can get it in three different forms that you can do every day. We saw almost 2,700 downloads just last month on the Bible Tribe podcast. Praise God. God has just put on my heart to the, the importance of being in his word. And I want to impact biblical illiteracy. You know, you might be listening today and say, ah, oh, but I'm not a scholar and I don't really understand the Bible. Please join me with the Bible Tribe. Please put yourself in a position to be reading God's word daily. That's how we begin to saturate our mind in his word. God is stirring the hearts of his people to be in his word. We also need to be in fellowship with other believers who help us to see our blind spots. Number three, we prepare our minds by training our minds to think biblically. One way I do this is by researching a particular word or thought that I'm uncertain about. It might be a matter of personal conviction and you just don't know what to do, or it just might be you read a verse and a word stands out to you and you just don't really know what it means. God promises to give us wisdom if we will just ask. We see that in James 1.5. We have not because we ask not. But to think biblically, we will need to study the Bible, not just read it. We need to seek to understand God's heart behind his word. In the Bible Tribe Journal, I have several resources in back for you to consider that are free, and you don't have to be a scholar to study scripture. God's word is for everyone, and the Holy Spirit gives us understanding if we ask. In our key verse for this episode, Peter also encouraged us to be sober-minded, setting our hope fully on the grace that we brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. We reset our mindset when we set our hope fully on Christ and his word, not on this world. This is hard to do. The world around us tells us to go after a career, riches, a beautiful home, relationships, popularity, and when those things fail us, our hopes are crushed. But having our hope firmly in Christ, he helps us to walk through the world's failed hopes. Our expectations can lead us into discouragement, but God's expectations for us lead us to joy and hope. 
Proverbs 10.28 says, The prospect of the righteous is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. God has a hope for you, friends, a great hope. If you believe that Jesus Christ came and died for your sins, that God came in the flesh, friend, there's hope for you. We have eternal hope secured. If you do not believe that, I would love to have a conversation with you about how you can come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Well, friends, I hope you will continue to join me this month as we reset our mindset and begin to unlock our thoughts and renew our minds and be transformed in Christ. Next week, we will begin to explore knowing our mindset. Do you know your chief mindset struggle? Knowing how our own mind works can lead us to overcome negative mindsets, friend. Next week, we're going to unpack specific scenarios and how to approach them with our new mindset in Christ. And I have a free quiz for you next week where you can determine what your chief mindset struggle is. And I also hope that you'll join me in the Daily Bible Tribe reading plan as we submerge our minds in His Word. You've been listening to the Seeing Deep podcast where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems. <laughs>